0: Broadcasting from Alito to Alton, from Carthage to
1: Chicago, and from Robinson to Rockford, this is the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com. dot
2: The Illini Guys Sports Spectacular, and let's just let's just let's just take this in for a moment. Almost a year in the works, and fellas, the show is here on the air. Woohoo! Yeah, man. There you go. Not <laughs> the party favors. That's right. Larry's been along with uh, Brad Sturdy and Mike Cagley, and literally a cast of thousands. That before this uh, series is all done, many many years from now, you'll meet them all. Hey guys, already in late August, did you guys steal my summer? Like what? What happened?
1: My, I, I, I have to go back to school. So you, you guys, you you know, you just work all summer. I gotta. I like. I was on vacation. Now I gotta do real stuff. So this is. uh, you Can't just watch basketball recruits and all over the country.
3: Yeah, it's a tough life you live there. I'm going back to work on the
2: 23rd. It's it's just crazy. So the summer's gone. You guys going back to work. Some of us like work all the time. <laughs> worked all summer, Olympic stuff, whatever. All right. Hey, lots of good stuff this hour. We've got the man, Brett Bieleman, standing by. That's right. We cut no quarters here on The Spectacular for your listening entertainment. He joins us here at about 10 minutes. NFL preseason's underway. Guys, do you know how you can tell football seasons here? Carson Wentz is injured. Doesn't matter what team.
1: He's injured. But uh, fields for the Bears. Good starts. The so Bears far. have a The Bears have a quarterback. I'm like, it's actually fun. Chicago football could be fun now. They have a quarterback that might not suck. I uh, mean,
3: <laughs> and my Cowboys, we've, we've got a quarterback that they've given a bushel full of dollars, and he's hurt again. Woo! There you go. <laughs> Woo. Well, we'll, Here we go
2: again. That's right. We'll enjoy the Bears. Uh, that's right <laughs> for now. It's been so, so long. Hey, all that's coming up. Isle de Sumo is a Chicago Bull. We'll talk summer league. And Kofi is back. We had some Illini fans with some probing questions as we ask your Brad later in the hour. Can't really wait for that. And also, how you can win a scholarship to University of Illinois. Why? Well, because we care. We get details on that. But the big story... It's football. This time next week, we'll be getting ready for kickoff. Illinois hosting Nebraska at Memorial Stadium. Uh, preseason camp continues, and uh, we've talked about this, guys. Love the excitement that uh, and all the buzz surrounding the, the program.
1: It's – I mean, football actually matters maybe now. I mean, it, it could. I mean, Illinois, it's been kind of a – they've been a sleeping giant that's been asleep for a long time. So, I, I don't know. It's almost uh, – it's hard to believe that we're coming up on another season. you got an exciting new coach. I mean, you know, a guy who's won. We have a coach that legit has won in the Big Ten, too. So, Illinois, it's exciting. I'm very excited to see what happens in Nebraska. If they win that Nebraska game, I'm telling you, it can it can lead to some people showing up to games. People are going to be engaged. It can be really good. Now, if they lose, well, we'll see. But, I mean, I'm, I'm ready. Yeah,
3: and Coach B seems like he's going to will that team to success. And I'm excited to see what he's going to bring to the table. The other thing is, is at the game, um, that'll be the first time the Illini guys have been together in one place because of all the different COVID things. So we'll all be there at the game. And I think Matt Stevens is going to be there as well. So it's like the four horsemen of Illini success have shown up. Remember what we did when we started. The basketball team went on in a terror. So now it's time we're starting a radio show, and it's time for the football team to go on a terror. I, I think you're right. Just hope
1: we're not the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Be bad.
3: <laughs> the, the four horsemen of Illini success.
1: Oh, okay, there we go. <laughs> there you better. go. That's better. That's right. Yeah, Matt
2: Stevens, uh, who joined us in late June, has done an outstanding job for IlliniGuys.com. If you if you haven't read his stuff, you got to go on and check it out. This guy's really good, and he'll join us uh, later on at the bottom of the hour after we talk to uh, Coach Bielema. You know, it, it's funny that – and it's a question I want to throw out to you guys. Why is it that Illinois, the Illinois football program, can't be a perennial success? Why is it this, this team isn't a 7-8-9 win team – year in, year out. I've I've never understood that.
3: Yeah, and I think some of it, excuse me, Brad, some of it goes to the fact that you've just had some uh, challenges when you think you've got the right guy hired, and it turns out that it hasn't been the right guy that you hired. And I really feel like the emotions and what we're seeing from the players and the coaching staff, it seems like we've got the right guy, and he hired a really good staff to put us in position to be
1: a better team. I'm going to keep it really simple. Good coaches win, bad coaches lose. Illinois hasn't had a, what I would call a good coach since John Makovic. So they haven't won. Yeah. That doesn't mean they can't win a game. They have a season here or there, but I mean, if you're going to be consistently good, I mean, that's the reason they pay guys like Nick Saban, lots of money. I mean, it's not just cause he's at Alabama. I mean, part of it is, but the guy won <laughs> it, everywhere but I mean he, he's won everywhere so good coaches win you know maybe he has greater success because he's Alabama but good coach win bad coaches lose it's per, it's fairly simple yeah. guys who figure out a way to win
3: yeah. yeah Josh Josh Whitman could be on a heck of a roll here where he's got two uh fantastic hires in a row and if he plays his cards right he may not have to hire anybody for a long time
2: yeah absolutely we'll talk with the coach about that guys i'm excited for next week one not only you get a chance to see both of you together in the flesh at the same time but also this is my first illinois football game live in person i watch all the time on tv since the houston game when jason Verduzco was quarterback in 1991 that's how long it's been
1: wow it's also how
2: long it's been since they have had back-to-back eight win seasons so wow. wow ready to break the curse
1: I, I wow you're really old larry i am <laughs> Knew. Yeah, there's not much
2: to say about that <laughs> that was before the front
1: wow. <laughs> all the people listening are going there was football in 91 I wasn't born yet so I
2: <laughs> exactly listen wow. my roommate Red Grange had a heck of a game that day so <laughs> back off buddy you
3: haven't been you haven't been there since uh, what H.W. Uh, Bush was president
2: yes <laughs> exactly All right. wise acres aside this is the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular hey we are just getting started very first show so thrilled you with to sit back and relax we've got a lot coming up coach Brett Bielman standing by he joins us next right here on the Illini Guys Radio Network hey
3: loser
1: leave me alone
4: When a child shares hurtful comments online, that's bullying. Visit EraseBullying.ca to learn how to help your child stand up to cyberbullying.
0: You have a lot to look forward to. Growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. Busey Bank is here to help you celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work with thoughtful advice, trusted resources, and proven results. UC is proud to be the official bank of the fighting Illini, a champion for purpose and progress since 1868. Member FDIC.
2: Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you, too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain, 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. A lot of guys, Sports Spectacular, right back here with you, Larry Smith, Mike Hagley, Brad Sturdy, and joined by a very special guest, uh, the new head football coach, University of Illinois, Brett Bielema, as we are a week away from uh, the start of the season. Coach, great to have you on the show.
4: Thank you, Larry. Thanks for letting me on.
2: Absolutely. Hey, I'm curious, you know, as you're getting ready right now, Nebraska's a week away. Is Is, is the team right now the program where you hoped it would be? when you first took this job over back at the end of last year?
4: Well, the, the easy answer is, well, no, week, no, right? But, uh, <laughs> you know, at this point, you know, the, the thing I've said to our guys all along, right, yeah, um, every college football team has 15 spring practices. Check the box. We did that, right? Everybody has the same rules as far as when they can start fall camp to get to their first opener um, because Nebraska and us uh, are involved in this week zero game we got to report a little bit earlier but we don't get extra practices right so when we hit this game Nebraska will have the same number of practices we had uh when we're going into week week three against Virginia they've had the same number of practices when we're going into week four against Maryland they've had the same number of practices so I've really stressed to our guys you know to just don't worry about where where we want to be seven days from now 14 days take care of today And, and I do think our guys have really bought into that I've seen the way they've mentally handle themselves, but now to be into a game week, everything matters more, right? So uh, the NCAA, the other X factor that not a lot of people don't realize is when you're in fall camp, the NCAA protocols and restrictions and hours are very, very different than they are when you're in season. So this week, now we start a game week preparation. Now we are um, held to the 20 hour rule. There are certain rules that the NCAA puts in place as they should be to monitor the student athlete well-being and, and that's a big
3: change. Um, one of the things that you're as, a, as starting here at U- University of Illinois um, is have there been any surprises on this journey, you know, taking into account all the things that you knew to do to build a program because you've done it twice? Anything surprise you or anything, you know, come up that uh, took you like off guard at all or was it all like you thought
4: it would be? You know, Mike, that's a great question. Um, one of the things that I'd I think I didn't realize my first ever head coaching job, I was a defensive coordinator for two years in waiting, right? So I, I learned the program from the inside, right? I, I saw the strengths. I saw the weaknesses. I saw the potential landmines and potholes that came up. Anytime you take a transition um, and you haven't been here before, those things kind of come at you at different times, right? It could be literally in the first 48 hours, right? I go to watch film in the morning. The first time I'm in my office and I realize they don't have blackout shades, right? So I got sunscreen in my screen back in, I in the morning, right? That was one I didn't see coming. Um, and so I had to change out the screens, right? Um, a, a simple thing like that we joke about, but those are really a head coach in transition. Uh, football 101, we had a, a the way our, our screens were set up with our assistant coaches, they looked nice, they were great TVs, but, you know, it was, it was just a, a mechanism that they hadn't really crossed the bridge at that point, right? So we, we changed the dynamics in all of our assistant coaches' office to make them more functional. Um, the, then, you know, you got the routine of our players. Like, one of the things that really changed for our players was just what we were able to provide them, um, just fueling-wise, right? Like, we're, we're a big development program. Uh, the gains that we've gained uh, uh, physically from our players with Tank in the weight room, uh, Jade in the nutritional room, we fueled our players differently. We've uh, uh, made things more available and resources available and Josh Whitman has provided those things, and it's been a big thing for our program that really never makes the front page of the media, uh, but it's definitely had a huge effect on our program.
3: Yeah, and, th- and thanks for letting us have Tank on our uh, Eye on the Illini podcast because he was a fantastic guest. We got a little bit of insight into how he's doing to help out the team.
4: Yeah, he's a, he's a great addition. You know, in reality, uh, to be honest your strength coach touches your student athletes more than any other coach in your program, right? So he's around Mm -hmm. 24, seven, 365 days a year. There's, there's eight discretionary weeks that we have to take into account, but for the most part, he touches them on a daily basis. um, And and the effect that he's had in our program has been overwhelming.
2: Newsmaker line presented by Busey bank. We're here with uh, Illinois coach, uh, Brett Bielema, Brett Surdy. What do you got?
1: So I, I got to ask, like, are you a little? It's for, you haven't been on college campus for a while. Does it feel a little strange to be back on campus and getting, you know, hyped for this first game, packed house, you know? And you open with a Big Ten game, so it's it's got to be pretty exciting for you. Maybe a little nerve wracking.
4: You know, uh, Brad's a great question, but I I would say this right. So I've I've been in this profession, you know, five years as a student athlete, uh, uh, a number of years as an assistant coach, as a coordinator, and a head coach. So even though I've been in the NFL game three seasons, it really wasn't all that new. The newness really is, right, all the things that all of us have been through together. You guys have been through it as well, right? COVID, the restrictions, the the different things that have come at us on campus. Um, even now with the resurgence here, you know, of, of things to be aware of for us on our, on our campus. It's been a little bit different probably than uh, any time else in, in college football history because of that, right? Um the Illinois campus has been awesome, right? champaign Urbana has welcomed me, my family, our coaches. Um, I can't tell you how much our coaches have enjoyed being in the community, being in the neighborhoods. I got a couple coaches in my neighborhood, and uh, you know, take my girls out on a wagon ride this summer, and, and <laughs> neighbors on their porch was pretty awesome, you know. And and just to be involved, um, you know, on a day, you know, I've really tried to engage our players uh, um, in in the community, and as well, you know, have different speakers, right? Uh, we had. Uh, you know, several people come in and talk to our players during fall camp that, you know, are on campus and live in a good journey with them. So I've really tried to blend in our guys as much as I possibly can and, and make them feel the experience just as much as I have.
2: Illinois Coach Brett Bielema here on the Newsmaker line presented by Bucy Bank. Coach, I want to kind of follow up on that uh, great question from Brad and kind of to dig a little deeper. You mentioned spending a, a little bit of time in the NFL through time at uh, at Wisconsin and Arkansas. What have you added to your toolkit? as a coach that maybe you didn't have before you, you took part in the NFL experience?
4: Uh, without a doubt, um, just to probably the more football side of, of the game, you know, one thing that the NFL allows you to do uh, something we mentioned on the beginning of this interview, right? The NCAA limits you to 20 hours of a work week um, to prepare your players to get ready to play a game on Saturday. And for the college world, that's probably about right. Um, I mean, as coaches, we probably always ask for 25 to 30, but, um, I think about it all the time, like when we're in game preparation in the NFL, you know, Sunday is a game, Monday we go to the work, Tuesday is a player day off, but coaches, uh, you know, and many players come in the building on their day off, Wednesday, uh, you know, Thursday, you're still four, uh, you know, three days away from the game, we get in 20 hours in the first three days of the week, right, like, so you can dive a little deeper and, and get a little more detailed, uh, and plus they're professional athletes, right, they don't have any other jobs, so Part of the uh, uh, great thing was to be in the NFL and see that side of it, but the benefit I've carried now to the college world is I think we've done a better job of making our players more complete football players, uh, uh, football IQ, football awareness, uh, and then the execution of it. But also putting it in a college time frame of what they're what they're obligated to do, and hopefully hopefully good things
2: come on Saturdays. Here on the Newsmaker Line, presented by UC Bank with Coach Bielema. a Quick timeout right now and back with much more. You're listening to the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Getting out of the military, I was missing this camaraderie.
0: It's frustrating when you try and talk to people that you don't understand. I still had the anger,
5: I
3: still had the addictions, but we didn't talk about that.
5: Came to a point where it's like, okay, I really need
3: to talk to somebody about this. Family more or less encouraged me, you know, go go to the VA. It's okay to go get help.
0: It's okay to talk to people because it takes true strength to ask for help.
6: Hear veterans' real stories of strength and recovery at maketheconnection.net.
2: There's nothing more fun than going boating with friends. We were
1: all out having a good time when all of a sudden my best friend's hat flew off and without thinking he jumped in the water to retrieve it. When we turned the boat around he seemed to be struggling to keep his head above the water. We all started yelling, pull the cord, pull the cord. I
2: pulled the cord and my life was saved. I was wearing a belt type inflatable life jacket. The wisest decision I ever made. Life jackets worn, nobody mourns. Learn more at pleasewearit.com. And we are right back on the Aladdi Guys. Sports Spectacular talking to Aladdi football coach Brett Bielema. Uh Mike, you had a question before the break.
3: One of the things we're hearing from high school coaches and players is that you've clearly made the in-state prospects a priority for the program. Um, what made you decide to do that? And how, how do you think it's benefiting the program, even though it's early on? Well, it, it's it's
4: really just, you know, life, right? 51 years on this earth and almost 30 years now in college coaching. Like I've, I've learned that really all organizations I've seen, right? successful businesses um successful organizations um they've, they've always been um re- representative of the area they're from right so like even though um illinois is a little bit different because you have the 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 uh, you know the state makeup of chicago downstate st louis right it's a it's a little bit of and i was aware of that day one i knew that coming in you know if i talk to three downstate coaches i need to talk to three chicagoland coaches <laughs> and man that uh, as it lays out in front of us and then you know, one of the things Josh first talked to me about was when I was hired was, uh, you know, everywhere I had been, well, you know, you mentioned a couple of them, Iowa, Kansas State, Wisconsin, those places had to all sustain success by the people and the, and the products of their home state, right? Iowa is a lot of Iowa. Uh, Kansas State is a lot of Kansas and Wisco is a lot of Wisco. And and I think to be successful here in Illinois, we're, we're going to need to embody that, represent it. Um, and and fight the good fight on every player that we want and, and uh, we have done that from day one just a little thing I'm sure you saw it over the last couple of days you know we took a, a senior photo uh, with 41 seniors that on our midfield uh, uh, um, emblem of the state of Illinois with our players around it and that to me just had a, a, a very visual effect on on what it means to be here right like if we can you know Protect the people in this state and, and have them come here to Illinois. And then on the flip side of it, uh, bring in people from around the country that are very Illinois type. Um, now we're going to have something to build on. And I, I think that's a big, big part of our program.
1: So I know you're going to answer this question by telling me that you're taking it game by game and day by day. I already know the answer, but I got to <laughs> ask it anyway. So. What's what's success? How do you define success in year one here as you start your your journey here at Illinois?
4: No, it, it, it's it's a very, very valid point. And um, for me, uh, the thing that I have always told our players for as a head coach, I need to be in advance. Right. I have to see into the future. I have to, you know, uh, you know, tackle and challenge things way ahead of what's in front of us. What I need this team to do is focus on today. Right. We're seven days out. Um, we're six days out, we're five days out, we're four days out. Their mission needs to be that day, right? I will get them ready for Saturday, um, but if they start worrying too much about what's in front of them, they're not going to take advantage of today, right? So every day when we walk in the building, we talk about four things. They're going to do their job. They're going to work hard. They're going to be here uh, and they're going to put the team first, right? And those are easy things to say, but really hard things to do. Do your job is different for everybody in the room, right? The third string uh, snapper is just as important as a second string right guard on punt. He's just to start as important as our starting quarterback. Everybody has a job to do and they got to do it. Well, Um, work hard. Everybody just thinks that's the physical. Well, the work hard for me is physical and mental, right? Like take advantage of every rep that you're not in there, right? If I'm a look team player, I'm not just out there servicing my offense to look like a Nebraska defense. We're going to do everything we can to be a better player at the end of fall, right? Um, Be here means be in this building, right? There We got 120 guys coming from different apartments, different buildings, different homes, different lives, different girlfriends, different moms, different dads, right? Everybody's gotta come in here and be here in this building for the amount of hours that we can work and and, and focus on that. If I got a guy whose body is here, but his mind is is in his apartment playing a video game, we're not gonna get very far, right? Um, And then the last thing and the biggest thing is always put the team first, right? As a head coach, every decision I make, is to put the team first, right? Every decision I make from coaches, players, recruiting, personnel, staffing, scheduling, everything I do is to put the team first. And I think our guys have understood that now. Um, And and that's really the focus of, uh, that's how I'm going to measure success, right? If we're able to do that on a daily basis, we're probably going to get someplace good.
2: Brad, I think his answer uh, exceeded your expectations. What do you think? It did. It was
1: much much more than I expected. So that was really good. I, I appreciate that.
2: That um, was Brad, I'm a pleaser, man. I'm just trying to get me up. <laughs> that was great, coach. Last question. This, uh, probably is the easiest one. Um, you know, uh, and I full disclosure, I just moved both my kids into their college dorms. What was your daughter's first day of school like? Has that happened yet?
4: Well, she's actually in preschool, um, but she, uh, she's four, and um, unfortunately, because of this coaching world, she's transitioned from four schools, right? Um, <laughs> and uh, but I, I it's been awesome. Um, uh, To have them locally here, we moved into a rental home um, on the west side of town, and and, uh, we're about uh, almost three months now into the build of our new home, and uh, one of the few moments I get during the week, we always try out either on Saturday or Sunday to um, uh, go to Dunkin', so dad and mom can get a cup of coffee, by girls get a sprinkle pink donut, and we usually go to the house (laughs) and kind of take a picture every week as it's growing, right, And, and this week was awesome because they could see their bedrooms being built on, on the top floor and, and uh, you know, mom will give us a tour. Like, I, I think I know what's going on, but I'm just kind of following it as well. Uh, and, and <laughs> I, uh, let my wife, Hey, happy wife, happy life. Right. So I just kind of let <laughs> where we're going and it's absolutely awesome. Uh, the people of this community have been unbelievable. And, you know, I, I, I would say this, right. Our players are hungry for success. I think this community is hungry as well. Right. And our mission every day uh, you know, I talked to a group of donors, supporters, ticket seat, season ticket holders. Um, and I say, it's going to assess right. And that the things they're doing are going to build, uh, uh, things that go beyond just football. They're winning football games. They have good people. They represent themselves well in the community. That's what we're building for. And in this community, I think is hungry for it.
2: Yeah. And let's, uh, I think we'd all be happy if, um, you know, we get your girls through high school right here. And, uh, in champagne
4: <laughs> hey, <stay laughs> stick, end of that. stick
2: around coach <laughs> exactly hey we're uh we've got to hit a break here hey coach thanks so much for uh being with us here on the uh, newsmaker live presented by BUC bank uh coach uh, brett uh, we can't wait to see you there in the stadium next week and uh, and uh, root for you guys on to get a w
4: thank you larry appreciate it fellas
1: i and i
2: i and i all right take care guys hey much more uh sports spectacular coming up after this stay with us on the illini guys radio network you're listening to the Sports Spectacular,
1: powered by IlliniGuys.com, on the Illini Guys radio network. Now, let's get back to the studio.
2: We continue here on the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular, presented by IlliniGuys.com. Larry Smith, Brad Sturdy, Mike Cagley. Uh, guys, we just got to talking with uh, Brett Vilema. Um I mean, I'm ready. I-, I can't wait for next Saturday.
3: Yeah, he got me all fired up. If, if I could, was in any shape to play, I'd be getting up to Champagne right now and trying to help out.
1: I, I was going to run through the wall, but I fell down the stairs instead. But it was I was still excited. It was good. He had you, me fired up.
3: You can see why run. he's a football coach, can't you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the thought that counts, Brad. Yeah, he was
2: he was fantastic. Hey, we'll bring in uh, Matt Stevens right now, our football writer and analyst for AtlantaGuides.com. Matt, uh, great to have you on the Sports Spectacular. Um, and we'll make sure we uh, always will get your thoughts each week. We want to start with um, you've been there um, – You know, all all through uh, practice here in the fall, do you like what what you see um, from somebody who's followed this game for a long time?
6: What I've been able to see, which quite frankly isn't much, uh, they they look like they're a team with a plan. And I I think that that has a lot to do with the new staff, has a lot to do with 22 uh, super seniors that are back. And this is, I think, going to be a player-led team. And I think it's going to be a team that has a play on the sidelines and and, and leadership on the field on both sides of the ball. Now, will it be put together properly? Do they have enough talent? I have no earthly idea. Um, I've been very adamant about check with me after the opener and then I'll start to reevaluate things. But right now it's, it's going, it's, it's, it's going in a way that, that you would think it would in year one camp one of Brett Bielema where it just looks like they're properly being put together correctly with the amount of talent and experience that they have on this roster.
3: So do you think that uh, they're being undervalued, you know, with the way the press has them in last place out there in the West, or do you think it's just too early to evaluate it? So being a sales guy, Mike, like it would be hard for them to be
6: overvalued at this point, right? Like, um, but no, I I think, again, I don't think it's possible for Brett Bielema to, you know, (laughs) underwhelm in year one, because I don't think there's a whole lot of high expectations for year one, to be quite honest. And I think there's a, this is a football team that I think the ceiling is six, seven wins. And I think the floor is two to three. And so I think Brett's trying to get them as much as he can out of this year one, to build some momentum, to get himself where he thinks they need to be in year three and year four. And I, I think that that's kind of where this season is kind of leading toward is we're trying to build something so that in year three and year four, they're ready to contend and maybe go to Indy and win the West.
1: You may have already touched on this a little bit. You got a new coach, new coaching staff, but what, what do you think is the biggest difference comparing this roster to last year's roster or last year's team?
6: The way the defense is going to look, Brad, because you're putting in an odd man front. You're putting in a three, four system. You're putting in a new way of covering um, you, you. They've, they've taken the cover two completely out of the picture at this point. They're going to play a lot more man. Ryan Walters did that. The new defensive coordinator at Missouri more than any defensive coordinator in the country. So I think on that side of the ball it's going to look completely different. And I think on the on the offensive side of the ball, the only thing is stylistically it's going to look a little it's going to look a little different, but I think more or less I think you're going to see them still running out of the gun, running out of, you know, a, a lot of stuff that they did in the past but philosophically, they're going to be a run first team. And that's only because I think the running back room is extremely talented and your veterans on the offensive line are, are, are where this this team's going to eat and score points. And so I think Brett Bielema was the perfect guy to be able to be in charge of that. And Tony Peterson's been involved with offenses like that, that have been based in the run and play action pass for, for quite a while now. And I think that they've they're, they're doing that at Illinois, and I think that that's, that's what you're going to see. Again, you're building something for year three, and I think in year three you're going to see, hopefully, if Brett Bielema does this right, one of the best running games in the Big Ten, if not, you know, near up
3: up near the country. Uh, well, we could all live with that. But where where do you think they could find some early success? And I'm not talking wins and losses, but just on the field with their play.
6: Get number one, the football, Isaiah Williams. If, if he's – As good as advertised, and I've tried to pump the brakes and temper the expectations of Isaiah because what you're asking that young man to do is something he's never done in his entire career, which is play a completely different position and see the football field in a completely different way. But if you can get a poor man's version of Rondell Moore, if you can get what Ohio State got out of Braxton Miller in that last year when they moved him from quarterback to wide receiver, and let me explain. You've got four years of receiver at Isaiah Williams at Illinois now. And you've got a position coach in George McDonald, who I think is the best assistant on this staff, bar none. Uh, but getting number one the football is how this team is going to eat really, 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 really early, especially when it's not trying to pound people in the running game. I think that's going to be how you see Illinois have success, especially on offense. So, you know, Isaiah Williams is the most dynamic athlete on the football field wearing orange and blue, and I think that he has to be a dynamic part of what they're going to do starting on August 28th when they play Nebraska.
1: Matt, you got a program that hasn't had consistent success for three decades. It's year one, preseason number one. What defines success for this preseason heading into the Nebraska game? Do they have to win the Nebraska game for it to be a successful preseason, or is there more to it? I think you
6: have to have a game. Here's the thing, Brad. You've you've seen this before, and you've seen this before in basketball. Just don't let the air go out of the balloon on on August 28th when everybody's leaving the stadium at about 4.30 p.m. Champaign-Urbana. There's going to be a lot of recruits there on both football and basketball side. There's going to be a lot of people in the stands. There's going to be a lot of excitement. It's going to be on national television. Um, just don't get boat raced. And if you win the football game, boy, howdy, like you've got UTSA at that point. That's a, that's there. You're going to be favored to win that game. You've got a chance to really get some early momentum into this thing really quickly in year one, which is exactly what Brett Bielema wants. But if people are rolling out of that stadium after like a seven-point loss, but they see a team with a plan and they see a guy that they can put their money's worth and feel good about, I still think Illinois is on the right path. So think, I know that's the, think that's, they, a, that's a a treading the fence kind of answer, Brad, but that's kind of what you're looking for.
3: You think they can make it to six wins?
6: I don't see six wins in this schedule. But, again, I've been a big advocate. They win the opener. Six wins is a lot easier to get to. And it feels I feel a lot better about six wins if they win this win this opener against Nebraska. Because I think this is the talent, most talented team that Scott Frost has had over in Lincoln. So if Illinois gets a W there, you're start, you're feeling a lot better about, you know, everybody in the West, maybe except for Wisconsin being a winnable football game for Illinois. And that's not been said for quite a while.
2: Yeah, it's it's well put in Scott Frost also is taking them some time to build it up over there. Hey, we'll leave it there. Atlanta guys.com football writer and analyst Matt Stevens on our newsmaker line uh, presented by Atlanta guys.com Hey, Matt, thanks so much. And again, everyone, make sure you go over to Atlanta guys.com and check out uh, Matt's great work as he has uh, really done a great job of chronicling uh, these uh, first few weeks here as we get ready for the 2021 football season. Quick time out right now and much more to come here on the Alana Guys Sports Spectacular. You're listening to the Alana Guys Radio Network.
1: Me alone.
4: <laughs> when a child shares hurtful comments online, that's bullying. Visit erasebullying.ca to learn how to help your child stand up to cyberbullying.
2: Getting out of the military, I was missing this camaraderie. It's
0: frustrating when you try and talk to people that don't understand. I still had the anger, I still had the
3: addictions, but we didn't talk about that.
5: Came to a point where it's like, okay, I really need to talk to somebody
3: about this. Family more or less encouraged me, you know, go go to the VA. It's okay to go get
0: help. It's okay to talk to people because it takes true strength to ask for help. Hear
6: veterans' real stories of strength and recovery at maketheconnection.net.
2: A lot of guys, Sports Spectacular, back in motion. Great guest coming on the show right now. David Moulton, who is a spotter for CBS and Fox Sports. Uh, super cool gig. David, uh, welcome. Uh, thanks for coming on the show.
5: Harry and guys, thanks for the invite. And yes, it beats working for a living, that is for sure. <laughs>
2: it, really, it really does. <laughs> now, Now, tell everyone what a spotter is. And we all want to know, how did you land that job?
5: Uh, Well, I'll answer the second one first. Gary Danielson had done the Ohio State-Michigan game in 2003 with Brent Musburger, and I was doing a local sports radio show in Fort Myers, and he lived down here. And he was in traffic and he was listening to me comment about the game. And he basically said, this guy has no idea what he's talking about. That is totally wrong. That did not happen. And he went back to his house and put in the tape of the game. And apparently the two points that I made did in fact happen. And it got him wondering, how could someone sitting on their couch see something that they in the booth and the truck missed? And it got him to thinking, and he didn't have a spotter when he worked for ABC, Fast forward a couple years later, he moves to CBS. They have a spotter position open. He called me and he said, this could last one game, but I want to give it a try. And we're going to start our 16th year together. Wow. Fast forward then about 12 years, Gary and Joe Buck at the same agent. I was doing golf with Joe Buck. Troy Aikman decided heading into the 2018 season that he needed a spotter. And Joe said, I got a guy. And Troy said, "Yeah, but I don't know him." And Joe said, "No, really, you're gonna love him." <laughs> and somehow, some way, I wore him down, and we're gonna begin year four together. And a spotter is basically whatever the play-by-play guy needs, you know. And Larry, it could be anything from a cup of water to pointing out what it is, you know, that happened that you missed because you were either following the ball or not following the ball. I mean, I mean, guys, you all know when we watch boxing, it's really difficult to watch both fighters at the same time,
3: right? And Absolutely. you know,
5: when we all go to a game, it's really tough to see all twenty-two at the same time. At some point, you decide I'm gonna watch the right tackle, I'm gonna follow the ball. It just and so I'm basically I'm a glorified helper. I just can't be wrong.
2: Yeah, but it's a <laughs> cool gig. Let's just leave it at that. Right. <laughs> Mike, what do you got for David?
3: Well, you know, we're we're a line guys here, and we obviously are experts at being on the couch watching games. But <laughs> But but we wanted to get your um, thoughts on the Big Ten and obviously the orange and blue in particular.
5: Well, unfortunately, it is right now Ohio State and everybody else. And I think really the big question is going to be when is someone going to be a legitimate challenger? to Ohio State's crown. And right now, without injuries, it's difficult to see. You could see where Penn State or others, you know, Indiana had the year last year where, you know, they have their moment, but right now it is Ohio State and everybody else. And I don't think I'm going to break any ground about Illinois here. They have to recruit better, plain and simply. And Champaign, as Aaron Rodgers said about Green Bay, is not a vacation destination. It's not an easy job. All right. But there's talent two hours to the North in Chicago. There's talent two hours to the East in Indianapolis. There's talent in St. Louis. And quite frankly, you're in the big 10, which means if you've got good recruiters, you can get players from Texas and Florida. It's just hard.
1: So jumping out of the big 10 there, what about nationally? Can anybody stop Alabama in the (laughs) sec or, or around the country?
5: Well, I think, well, it definitely can come from Ohio State. It could come from Clemson, but it could come from the SEC. I I think we're all curious about a first-time quarterback. I mean, is he really just going to hit the ground running? I mean, think about the last three quarterbacks Alabama's had. They've been drafted in the first, first, and second round. I mean, is this kid just going to take the world by storm? Week one, they play Miami. Week three, they play Florida on the road. You know, they host LSU this year. They do host Auburn this year. They've got a primetime game second Saturday in October in College Station against A&M. And, guys, we all know that at some moment in time, a coach in a program has to get their signature win. And you wonder, is this the moment in time on October 9th or 10th, whenever it is, is this the moment in time for Jimbo and the Aggies?
1: Well, since we're on the topic of signature wins – What's Illinois' signature win under Coach Bielma?
5: Oh, I was going to say it at? was it was uh, 2007 at Ohio State. I'm sorry,
3: uh, <laughs> yes. we all remember,
5: right? Yes, <laughs> We're reminded. Listen, first things first. You know, try to go to a bowl, and obviously upgrade the talent. And then from that point in time, I mean it's difficult to imagine when is the day going to come that they will be in Ohio State. But you know, can you get yourself to a point where you could have the type of season Indiana had last year? I mean yeah. that's doable right you know Northwestern has those type of seasons. Minnesota two years ago had that type of season. Iowa seemingly every four or five years has those type of seasons. It can be done. I don't think it can be done every year or every other year but there's really no reason that every once every four or five years a recruiting class can't be kept together and have a really good season
2: yeah I, I totally agree with that that's why I hated that Indiana didn't kind of get it shot and I know COVID and the rules and whatever else but I'm like here's a chance to reward a program yep. for we're appearing to do the right things lift themselves up and then you know they didn't get a chance to move on with that uh here with david moulton uh with the cbs sports and fox sports kind of a unique uh he's got the best weekend better than what yours is got a better and a half here in the segment i'm curious name image likeness you're very very close uh to the college game what are your thoughts on on this and how it'll change the game in oh, football it, basketball or overall
5: oh this is going to be messier than recruiting uh, but we're just gonna have to deal with it. I mean, the story that I don't think's getting enough uh press is the story from late last week with the company that decided to pay the scholarships for all the non or tuition for all the non-scholarship players at BYU. If you look closely, the sponsor is a friend of the head coach, mm-hmm. a close friend. And they're giving the cash straight to the players. The players are encouraged to use it on tuition, but they don't have to. And it makes you realize, you know, this 85 scholarship limit, well, what's now to prevent Ohio State and Alabama and what have you from having 110, 120 guys, because they can have 85 scholarships and line up a sponsor or two and pay 25, 30, 35 non-scholarship people. Here you go. Here's your check. Play football for us. I mean, this really could go back to the 60s and 70s. And I don't see how it won't happen. To be quite honest with you, every single change that is made, guys, is going to benefit Bama and Ohio State. It's not going to benefit the little
2: guys. Yeah, I I, I couldn't agree with that more. It's 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 a situation like you said, and I think unfortunately the cat's out of the bag, and I don't think we can get it back in.
5: Oh yeah. no, I don't even know if we could chase it down. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I don't <laughs> think so. Uh, David Moulton, we're out of time. But boy, it has been a lot of fun. Come join us again. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, we'd love to have you on. David Moulton, you can catch his work. He's not the guy you see on camera. Right. But again, working the CBS Game of the Week with uh, Gary Danielson, as you mentioned, 16th season, and about to join with uh, Troy Aikman as well on the Fox Sunday broadcast. David, best of luck. Best uh, safe travels to you as well, and uh, and stay safe out there.
5: Call anytime, guys. All right. We appreciate it. Thanks, David, Molden,
2: uh, Thanks David. Thanks, David. Good to have you on. Hey, Illini Trivia up next at a segment we like to call Ask Your Brad. This is the Sports Spectacular powered by IlliniGuys.com.
0: You have a lot to look forward to. Growing your family. Opening your own business. Retiring to travel. Leaving your legacy. Busey Bank is here to help you celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work with thoughtful advice, trusted resources, and proven results. Busey is proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini a champion for purpose and progress since 1868, member FDIC.
2: Paramedic, firefighter, police officer, different job titles, one common goal, to keep communities safe. They all risk their lives every day responding to emergencies. Just because they accept their jobs can be hazardous, doesn't mean they have to be. Is your workplace safe for everyone? Learn more about the Put Yourself in Our Boots campaign at rboots.ca. This message brought to you by the John Petropolis Memorial Fund. There's nothing more fun than going boating
1: with friends. We were all out having a good time when all of a sudden, my best friend's hat flew off and without thinking, he jumped in the water to retrieve it. When we turned the boat around, he seemed to be struggling to keep his head above the water. We all started yelling, pull the cord, pull the cord.
2: I pulled the cord and my life was saved. I was wearing a belt-type inflatable life jacket, the wisest decision I ever made. Life jackets worn, nobody mourns. Learn more at pleasewearit.com. It's the Sports Spectacular powered by IlliniGuys.com. Hope you're feeling good. Time now for a little Alana trivia. we do this uh, most weeks and we remember to do it. <laughs> remember this time. Brought to you by guys.com. Here's your Alana trivia. What is buried beneath the Memorial Stadium turf at the 50-yard line? And, and a bonus question, who put it there? Our minds want to know. All right, here's how it you It wasn't play. me. I didn't do it. Didn't do it? We're going to check the, the the ring videotape there. I don't know. We're going to see the, <laughs> the ring <laughs> back in the 1920s. Here's yeah, how you play. So. Email us the answer. Ring. Yeah. <laughs> to radio at allotiguys.com. Enter your name into a drawing to win a special prize. We'll announce the winner on next week's show. Good luck. of trivia presented by guys.com Hey, guys, I got a bad, a bad dad joke for you. You ready? Go for it. Yeah, if, yeah I'm ready. If, if we did a Karate Kid sequel right now, I think Mr. Miyagi would say, mask on, mask off. Terrible. Anybody? Yeah. Crickets, yeah that, was, that was that bad. Terrible. You were right. <laughs> All right. There you go. You did
1: not lie. You All did right.
2: not lie. Right. There You're an honest, go. man. Well, there you go. I aim to please. Uh, with some sleeves. Okay. Well, listen, growing up, uh, hey, if you went to your mom and asked her a difficult question and kids say the craziest things, right? The darndest things. What would she tell you to do? Ask your dad. You go ask your dad. That's right. Well, yeah. listen, we're not your mom. Uh, we can do you one better. We get so many questions in the message forums on alani guys.com. So we've carved out this time for you to ask your Brad. He's not your dad. He's your Brad. Alani insider Brad Surdy. Uh, are you ready? Uh, I'm, I'm ready. Let's see what we got. All right, let's go this. Okay. We've got uh Garrett from, uh, El Dorado. What's up? You're on the sports spectacular.
3: Hey, thanks for taking my calls guys. Uh, how close was Kofi to actually leaving Illinois and going to Kentucky or Florida state?
1: That's a great question. Uh, you know, July was like, we were on Kofi watch for, for much of July after he entered oh. the transfer portal and you know, it, it, we were all kind of, saying, uh, you know, I got to spend some time with Kofi down in, um, atlanta that weekend i i just I, I don't think it was ever as likely as as it was made out to be uh, in the national media um i think you know illinois was where he was i think he just had to make sure that he was gonna be right fit and, and mesh he, he, he and jeff alexander obviously and brad underwood knew each other but there's new coaches he had to make sure that he was going to be right fit because you know he was recruited by orlando antigua to illinois and antigua was his guy and so when he leaves i think it became like, you know, I just want to make sure he's making the right decision. I don't think it was ever um, as close. He was ever as close to going to Kentucky as people believed. Uh, and I think Florida State was just on there, you know, for, kind of for to look cool on paper. But I, I think it was Illinois or anyone to go pro, obviously. I mean, just like every kid, he wants to go play in the uh, NBA. But, you know, the best fit for him was coming back to Illinois. And I think uh, we're, we're very happy that he's back in the Illini orange and blue.
2: Yes, we are. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Garrett, thanks for the uh, question. Scott Fallon. what say you? Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call.
6: Brad, who do you think will be the next basketball commit for Coach
1: Underwood? Ooh, that's a good question. I, we always get these questions. I have to make these predictions, and then everybody yells at me after I get them. If if uh, they're put not, on the Swami hat. I could be like one. If they're one day off, will you say this? Let's just wait. <laughs> so anyway, Noah. Uh, I, I really feel good about the two guys that um, they have visiting coming up on August 28th. Uh, obviously I have Jade Nepps who's already committed visiting that weekend, but the reason it, he's committing obviously with uh, Cam Corn and Cam Whitmore also coming that weekend with the commitment. And that's usually what you do when you're really getting to that finishing line, that closing line, uh, Chester Frazier's built great relationships with both Corn and Whitmore. Corn's uh, a big guy, 69 six, six, 10, Um, and Whitmore's the 6'6 freakishly athletic wing who we watched a lot of highlight reel dunks from at the Peach Jam this year so you you've got a couple of guys who can come in and make an early impact I think one of those guys will be next Um, I I think uh, I I know Whitmore's going to visit North Carolina the week before he comes to Illinois that'd be um, like this weekend and then um you know, I think uh, Corn's got Florida State lined up to go visit, so we'll, we'll kind of see what happens. But I think it's uh, Illinois's in a good position there. I think one of those guys it's gonna be so. I'll go with Cam, and then you, you, you can figure <laughs> out which one I was talking about.
3: Find <laughs> <Plain laughs> victory when it hey, happens.
1: I have to add, though, you know, who we were we all said we're happy Kofi's coming back. You know, who's not happy that Kofi's coming back? Hunter Dickinson. I'm oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah, you're right. Oh, well, when you get, the gauntlet slapped has at home, been
2: thrown down. That's right. When you get slapped at home on national TV as the number two team, the worst home loss by number two ranked team in almost 30 years, you'd hate Kofi too. So but the way you not, man sir. up
3: is the way you man up is you go onto the Twitter and start using your <laughs> thumbs, and that's what Hunter has done. <laughs> yes,
1: he's real good at that. Yeah, <laughs> well,
2: Got it, Ohio Twitter
1: not so good at basketball <laughs>
2: <laughs> the slam while i was sipping macchiatos to the side like he was uh, yes. <laughs> and the talladega nights as i like to say hey that's our uh, yeah. ask your brad segment scott and uh garrett thanks for being on man we'll talk to you soon all right uh so we've got uh uh my i'm gonna ask my brad a question uh while i'm here because mom wouldn't wouldn't ask me she told me to come ask my brad uh I'm mean, throw it out there. How many scholarships do you think Illinois scholarship players will they bring in before it's all said and done in this 2022 class? I know it, that's a, that's a very vague question, but I'll throw it out there.
1: Man, that is, that is a tough question because you have so many guys that are kind of in limbo trying to figure it out. I think it could be, if you count transfers, obviously they're scholarship players but I think they're going to bring in six guys with high school and transfer kids combined. Um, by the time next year, I think there'll be six new players on this roster. So that, that's a big number and they've got two right now. So we'll see where the next four come.
2: All right. Wow. there you go. That's go. Uh, that's ask your Brad presented by dot com. We'll leave it there. Time now for a station break. The sports spectacular stepping aside on the Eye guys radio network.